Faith for Today with Colin Urquhart and Julia Fisher. Our subject this week is faith. Yesterday we were looking at the Epistle of James, where James says that faith without deeds is dead, which is very strong and direct language, Colin. Perhaps I could just ask you a question about that before you start, because I know you're taking us to Hebrews today. What are these deeds? Are they actually the things that God has already planned for us to do? Yes, uh, the scripture is clear that he has planned good works for us. And these are the works that can only be done by faith in God. You see, Faith is really a relationship with God. It's a relationship of dependence upon God. We believe his word, we believe what he says, we believe what he's promised, but we believe that what he has said is going to be outworked in positive action in our lives. Genuine faith, this is what James was saying yesterday, genuine faith always leads to positive actions. Uh, if any of you have read my book, Anything You Ask, which really came out of uh, a, a real move of faith in my own life and ministry, I make it clear there that faith is not just hearing God and believing what he says, but putting his word into action. When we put his word into action, then we actually perform the deeds of faith. Now, all of us, I'm sure, are, are familiar with Hebrews chapter 11, which is like uh, a gallery of the heroes of faith from the Old Testament. But it begins with a very famous verse, now faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. Now let me just pick out two words there, sure and certain. For a lot of people, faith is a question mark. They, they talk about having faith when they're not sure what is going to happen. Well, let me tell you, that is not faith in the biblical understanding of the word. You have faith when you are sure and certain of what is going to happen. Now, you see, Jesus said, as you believe, so let it be. He said to people things like, your faith has made you well, or your faith has saved you. Obviously, to Jesus, there is tremendous power in faith. And we've already seen that whatever does not come from faith does not please God. So he wants us to be living in this relationship, this faith relationship with him, whereby we depend upon him, we depend upon his word, we depend upon God fulfilling the promises that he's given us. So let's pose a question in a very personal way. How can I know when I'm in a position of faith concerning a very practical situation that arises in my life? Well, the short answer to that is when I am sure and certain of what the outcome will be when I pray. If I pray without being sure and certain of the outcome, I might be praying with good intention, but I'm not praying with faith, because faith is being absolutely sure and certain. 
Now, how can we see this in the life of, of Jesus? Well, when people came to him to be healed, he asked them questions like, for example, do you believe I am able to do this? Meaning not do I have the power to do it, but do you believe I'm able to do it right now in your life? Now, that was another way of saying, if I pray for you, are you sure and certain of what the outcome will be? Um, you remember that the one who came to Jesus, whose servant was lying sick, and, uh, and um, he said, speak the word only and my servant will be healed. And on another occasion, a royal official came, uh, again, someone for whom he was concerned was sick, and Jesus said, go, and he will live. And the scripture says that the royal official took Jesus at his word and went. In other words, you see, uh, these people believed that for Jesus to speak was enough. They could then be sure and certain of the outcome. So this is, this is real faith when we know what the outcome will be. Now, what happens if you're in a situation where you realize that a miracle is needed, God's supernatural intervention is needed, perhaps somebody needs to be healed, or it may be another kind of matter altogether, but nevertheless, you know, well, only God can really resolve this situation. Now, we can all pray and say, Lord, I believe you are able to do this. But that still is not the faith of which the scripture speaks. Because to have this genuine faith is to be sure and certain that God will do it. Now, if you're not in that position, what are you going to do? Well, you cannot con God. You cannot say to God, I believe, I believe, I really believe that you are going to do this. Um, because when you carry on like that, what you're really doing is trying to suppress all your doubts and your fears and, and to put on, if you like, an appearance of faith, a language of faith that may not really be what you are sure and certain is going to happen. Now, what I advise people to do when they're in this situation, I say, well, be honest with God. Say, Lord, you know my heart. You know every thought that I have. You know my doubts. You know my fears. Uh, please forgive me for all those doubts and all those fears. Now, the scripture says that faith comes from hearing the word of God. So I then tell people, now, ask God to speak a word from Scripture, by the power of the Holy Spirit, anointed by the Holy Spirit, so that that word will inspire faith within you. Faith to know that God is going to resolve the situation. Just a glimmer of hope almost. Well, more than a glimmer of hope. Um, it, it's bringing people, because I think a lot of people have a glimmer of hope, but you've got to get from that to the place of being sure and certain. Now, when do you know you've arrived at that place? Well, you just know it's done. Even though there may be 
no immediate change in the circumstances, you are totally at peace. You stop worrying, you stop being fearful, you stop wondering what is going to happen. You're just totally at peace because you know God has got the whole matter in hand. Sometimes, that, that's really what the writer to Hebrews is talking about, being sure and certain. So often we fluctuate. One minute we can believe, the next minute we're back swamped in unbelief again. How can we get over this period Well, of we've got to go back to what James says about that because that's being double-minded. And he says a, a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways and cannot expect to receive anything from God. Now, there is a difference here between unbelief and doubt. Um, unbelief is an absence of faith. You just do not actually believe uh, that the, the matter is resolved, that it is in God's hands, that there is no need to fear because you are sure and certain of the outcome. Uh, unbelief is a total absence of that. Now, if we have unbelief, that is actually sin. Um, so we need to confess the sin of our unbelief. Lord, please forgive me for unbelief. But even when we come to a place of faith where we're sure and certain of the outcome, it doesn't mean that we're necessarily going to see that outcome immediately. Sometimes there is a, a delay uh, between that agreement of faith and actually seeing the full outworking of that faith in the practical circumstances. And during that process, we can have moments of doubt. Um, it, it isn't an absence of faith. The faith has been there, but just momentarily, we perhaps we waver for a little bit, you know. Oh, is this really going to happen? I, I was so convinced. and Especially if you're waiting a long and, time. Yeah, absolutely, you see. Um, you, you can understand why... Uh, Abraham, who had to wait 25 years from the promise of having a son to the time the son was born. Uh, he believed God. The scripture is very clear about that. But he had doubts. So did Sarah, which is why she gave her servant to um, uh, Abraham. And, of course, Ishmael was born out of that union. Uh, but that wasn't the purpose of God because it wasn't the fulfillment of the promise of God. The promise was that Sarah would bear the son. So Isaac was considered as the child of promise as far as God was concerned. But you see, it, it's if you like, um, Ishmael was the natural, the, you know, it just happened naturally. But Isaac was the child of faith. And God works his promises through faith. And so uh, we can all have these moments of, of doubt when we think, oh, oh, I mean, I've gone through some really testing faith projects in my experience. And sometimes, you know, just those momentary doubts because so much is on the line, so much hangs upon God doing what uh, he has promised to do. And, and you know, I... As soon as any of those doubts arrive, I, I feel very uncomfortable and I have to go back to God and say, Lord, please forgive me my doubts. And of course he does. And then that restores you to place of faith where you were before. And when you persevere in faith, then you see the outcome. You've been listening to Faith for Today, presented by Julia Fisher. This program is sponsored by Kingdom Faith. For further information, visit our website, kingdomfaith.com. 